Podcast, a podcast about remakes. I am your hostess, Alex. As always, my wonderful co-host, Jacob. Hey. And uh, Rachel, back with us again. Hello. All right. So this is our bonus episode, and we are going to talk about our top five films that we want to see remade either that you particularly want to remake them or that you would just like to see remakes done of them that is totally fine yeah uh the only stipulation i said was uh, it had not been done yet so these cannot be films that have been remade oh shit so, i have one though i didn't we'll, know that we'll, get... we'll think of a different one real fast we'll get we'll start with alex you know how long it 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 took me forever to think of these fucking five like i i'll just throw it out of the list and maybe i'll come up with one i don't know all right so i want rachel to start oh we're gonna start with me um mine mine are in no particular order that's fair the first one i'd like to remake is casino royale 1967 i do not count the casino royale that came out with uh, daniel craig as a remake even though it has the same title okay if you get to do this one i had to do the fog motorcycle go by if you get to do this one it's already been attempted so that means that mine it has not though because casino royale no 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 let me finish explaining casino royale 1967 was a parody film it was not a straight james bond it was closer in in spirit to austin powers that's Um, fair so it's not part secret service is casino royale i'm not talking about that I, I i'm love, talking i'm talking about casino bond royale movies, this is not a james bond movie it is not part of the james bond canon it is a parody film it is a comedy yeah, it's parody a comedy film yeah i watched it recently it was it's not anything to do with james bond at all oh this yeah. is a completely different movie yes yeah. i've never it's, heard of this okay it's fantastic it's it's a comedy film and it's amazing and i think that now would be a good time to release another comedy parody type situation based on the spy genre so i'd like to see casino royale made, remade in its original spirit i feel like it has similarities to uh bedazzled yes and like the, the original bedazzled and the way that it was in its comedy and all that Yes, because it's a it's a British film as well, um, whereas the American or as the James Bond canon is American films. Yeah, predominantly. All right then. Did you have a lead that you would like for that? Or that's a tough one. Um, right. Maybe Steve Carell. Oh, he would be good. Because he's kind of he's looking that. more distinguished in his age. Right. I remember watching this with you, so I do remember this movie because we've watched it pretty recently. So. Yeah. So my number five, I'm just gonna go. I like you said as well. I don't have a particular order, but I will say that my top like one and two are definitely two films that are like ones I go on about a lot. Yeah. So my number five is the Herschel Gordon Lewis film Color Me Blood Red, 1965. Are you familiar with that one, Jacob? Yes. That's the one about the guy who's the painter, and he's, like, not very good at being an artist, so he starts (laughs) killing women to make his art. And it's really good. But it's one of those, you know, Herschel Gordon-Lewis films. Herschel Gordon-Lewis has no budget, no fucking money. Everything is cheap as hell. And I was watching this movie, and I was like, this is a really deep film. 
I'm like, there's a, there's, you could take this and you could flesh this out into a really serious, really interesting movie. And I was like, there's a whole thing here. Uh, it, it's funny that you see it that way because I've always seen it as an offshoot sequel to the wizard of gore. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's a more brilliant film. I think it's got a lot of like really smart stuff going on. And I think the whole art thing is really interesting and, there's, like I said, there's a real deep movie that you could make there. You could flesh that, and it doesn't have to be long. You can make an hour and a half, but like, definitely could be a really good serious film. I don't know who I want for my lead though. We'll get we'll get Vigo Mortensen. Oh, he would be shit. good at that. Yeah, he's good at that shit. Just cause, why not? What's your number five, Jacob? The Phantom. I don't want to remake necessarily as much as I'd like to see a reboot to the franchise because now is the time for superheroes and I always enjoyed The Phantom. It was really fun. Who doesn't like fucking Billy Zane? The purple uh, guy. Come on. Yeah, okay. the purple guy. It's a really fun little comic strips too. Like, it's... I just I think it's just one of those movies that like kind of like Spawn. I wish it had many sequels and had become a franchise, but sadly in the 90s, even though some of the superhero movies were fun and cool, they just did not do that well. But I think now you could reboot that and have uh, something really fun with it. There was discussion of it at one point, I think, because they yeah. wanted that they wanted to do. Have you ever seen the the Phantom twenty forty seven stuff? They had the animated series, the futuristic one. Yes, that yeah. shit is cool. That yeah, was the was one really that cool. they wanted to go with was more in that direction. They're, well, they're and that's what doing that. Watching that's what made me kind of go. I'd love to see this series get rebooted. Like I really would. And also, just because I'm a fan of Timothy Oliphant. I think he would be awesome in that role. Fantastic. All right. So, Rachel, what is your number four? The next up on my list is uh, Sherrod, 1963. Um, it's a classic Audrey Hepburn. no idea. Um, <laughs> it's a mystery, comedy, thriller kind of situation. And it's really fun. It's a really fun film. I don't want to, like, go into the plot too much because it'll kind of give it away. But it starts with Audrey Hepburn is trying to divorce her husband. And her husband, she comes home and her house is empty. Everything's gone and her husband is missing. It's later come to find out that he has been murdered by international fiends. And then the whole film kind of unwraps from there. <laughs> international fiends. International like fiends. <laughs> Um, That's really funny. The rest of the film kind of unwraps from there, kind of unraveling the mystery of who murdered him, why, and where all of their money went. Um, And then there's a romance subplot with the detective who's helping her, and he goes through several different, like, roles in the film. Um, And it's just funny, and I think it would be a good film to update and bring to a modern audience, because it's one of her lesser-known films. Who do you want for Hepburn's a challenging role to cast? That's See, that's hard. You didn't didn't bring this up before, so I didn't think about it. Um, (laughs) I didn't think about it either until now. I think maybe January Jones. I'm not familiar. She she plays Betty in Mad Men. So she gotcha. is familiar with doing like period pieces. So if, even if you set it back in the 60s again, she can really embody the 60s very well. All right, cool. So my number four is, see, I, I didn't want to just do like cheapies. I wanted to find an expensive film that I felt needed a remake. Oh, so okay. I, I went with Disney's The Black Hole. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Oh, oh really? God, really? That's one yeah. of my favorite oh. Disney movies. So first of I'm all... Not a, I'm not a Disney fan. But you're a science fiction fan. It's a sci-fi movie. If it's got Disney on it, I'm probably not going to rush off to see it, though. Uh, I, I barely watched The Mandalorian. It's old. It just came out before you are born. All right. That, that intrigues me. Yeah, so the original Black Hole was from 79, and it was Disney's attempt at like making high science fiction. It was a very serious film. It wasn't really for kids. It was very adult themes. And it's about the these explorers who are like going out to the edge of a black hole to explore it. 
and kind of research it and they end up finding this like behemoth of a ship that's like sitting there and it's run by this guy who kind of think about it like almost like a bioshock kind of thing where it's a guy who like split off from society and then went off and created like this ship and he lives like in this like robot run like ship by himself and he's like an overlord of his ship and he brings them on board and he like you know wines and dines them and shows them like you know what his idea of like what a paradise is and all this kind of stuff and as they sit there and spend time with him they learn like he's crazy and like shit's fucking insane and like this movie had some really really breathtaking um practical effects well, at the same time, like, they tried to get too ambitious with, like, blue screen work and stuff like that. And there are areas where it looks really bad. And this has one of my all-time favorite robots as well. I'm going to get him tattooed on my arm under my other robot. And that's Bob. I uh, love any movie that... with a robot friend. Yeah, Bob was the one that the, the robots in the place use for target practice because they treat him like garbage. And even though he's way more efficient than that. And uh, it's got some really great robot characters in it. And I feel like I don't necessarily need to remake it. But, like, Neil Blomkamp could take this movie and do a lot with it, I think. And I think if you really updated it and gave it, like, a really nice, clean, you know, modern Disney touch that they're giving to all their science fiction, they own the property. It's not like it's it needs more polishing or whatever. The story is excellent. Everything's there. I feel like where you're so obsessed with rebooting, it would be nice to go back and reboot this particular film. Right. I'd love to okay. see. I'd love, and it's yeah. a, it's already a live action film. Give me okay. some, give me something to work with. I would love to see a reboot of or a remake of the black hole. It's such a good movie, but it definitely could use a freshening up because it was a fantastic film. But like I said, some of the bad, the, the bad effects and stuff, they're really bad. And some of the acting, it gets a little raw at the end. And I feel like they didn't know how to conclude it. And they kind of wanted to do a 2001 space odyssey ending and then just kind of drop the ball <laughs> so what's your number four uh you know what this might be a little controversial but i honestly believe it's time and uh, i'm not the biggest fan of steven spielberg uh just like i appreciate what he's done in the industry but i'm just not the hugest fan so like it won't be like oh you can't do this but i know most people is blasphemy but that's what the world of remakes is so since you brought up a big budget i'd like to see a remake of jaws i think it's time to ruin a great franchise <laughs> and here's here's but just like all these other remakes that are no reason to be remade and have an incredible cast yet somehow can't survive, I want to put Thomas Jane as Brady, and I want Willem Dafoe to play Quint. All right. Yeah, maybe. I could work with that. And uh, you just up the ante, which means that you have no nudity and you have less gore. And it's the perfect franchise. To wait, 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 wait. You're going to take out the tits and no gore? Well, that's what you do with the remake. You ruin it. So this oh. is this is going to... I'm talking about, like, I'm going to take I Jaws see. and I'm going to ruin it the way that Death Race was ruined, the way that the House oh. of Wax was ruined. I'm telling you, <laughs> Justin. Girl was ruined. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Justin's because, gonna be very upset with you. I guarantee you, when you try to remake Jaws, that's exactly what's gonna happen. So if anyone's gonna destroy it, I'll destroy it, and I'll have a damn good cast <laughs> that people will just be shocked as to why it failed, and the studios will fucking love me. So I'm actually gonna follow that up with another Steven Spielberg movie. Do it. I'm gonna remake E.T. I feel like <laughs> E.T. Cool. is a movie that you can remake every 20 years, every 10 years, 15 years, whatever. Make it relevant for whatever generation is. of kids are out. 
update it technology wise. I don't think it's a timeline. I don't think it's a story that needs to be isolated in a certain time period. I think it works whenever you want to do it and you can just update it however you like. Are, are you familiar with the film Earth to Echo? No. Um, that's basically a remake of E.T. Mm-hmm. except um, instead of E.T. it's like a little robot thing and it's more relevant and the kids use their uh, phones to film a lot of the film so Mm. it has like a shot from a kid's point of view it's a fantastic movie it's a really really good film so is um the last mimsy if you're familiar with that Mm. one that's also got a very like um it's not et but it has et vibes for sure i mean et is great and all i really like the et attraction at universal but i don't i don't think it's something that's untouchable i think you could update it for modern kids just fine that's fair and i would cast the little boy from uh well god what was that movie we watched with the psycho goreman i would cast the little boy from psycho goreman oh yeah okay he was good i did like him yeah he was really funny to play elliot okay all right you could take it and instead of making who would you cast for the older brother could you would you use the kid from stranger things I he's used in a lot um but I I really don't know kid actors the way I used to anymore so I can't really think of a different kid to use cuz he's good he might be good for the cuz he's older now so he yeah. might be good for like the teenage brother role Yeah he could play the teenage brother He can get that stranger things money in there, Right you know? right he lo- and and he loves 80s No no nostalgia we're not going to make it in the 80s it's going to be modern Oh no we're going to modernize, modernize it, it? All right we got you. Because that's that's it's a it's a story that you can pick up and put in any time, and I think actually you could do a lot of really interesting things with making it present day versus eighties. Right. You could get the whole cell phone thing in there, which right. could change things and how he communicates and things. Like and you that. have the current dynamics with the cops and whatever. My number three is a film that Jacob you'll you'll be familiar with because it was just on Joe Bob uh, Sledgehammer. <laughs> okay, right. not bad. This is one of those movies that was like from that era where people shot stuff on a VHS camera, like an actual like VHS camera, and then didn't edit anything, and they just kind of did it on the fly, and then gave it to a fucking video store for redistribution and called it a day. So it's <laughs> this really low end of like budget when it comes to stuff like this, but I was like, I was like, this movie seems like it's like it's like really bad, but then I'm watching it and I'm like. So these people go to this house, and this house is full of portals. And this kid, like, ends up in this portal. Somehow he comes through the portal as an adult man. And, like, the house is full of, like, these alien creatures. And there's, like, this, like, really deep, interesting, weird story going on in this movie. And you could really take this and flesh this out into, like, almost like a, an H.P. Lovecraft-level kind of film with these Cthulhu-grade monsters, like, coming out of the walls and all these interdimensional portals and this kid who, like, controls the interdimensional portals coming through them and stuff like that. It it could be really interesting. Yeah. So that would be my number three. What was what was your number three, Jacob? Uh, my number three is a little different. Um, I love my old, older films, and those are a lot of movies that, like, I believe if you're going to remake something, it should actually come from an older time where it's been at least 50, 60 years. So it's, like, time for a little upgrade, a little, little modernization. Um, it's a movie called Kuraneko, which translates to Black Cat. It is an old black and white Japanese film. Uh, it is part samurai, part supernatural. Uh, basically, uh, two women are raped and murdered, and they become these spirits that uh, continue living on in the forest, and they lure samurai 
into their home and then murder them and steal their essence. And one man who is the the son of the mother that was raped and killed and the husband to the woman that was raped and killed, uh, he's traveling through the woods and they come across each other, but they're unaware of each other's existence. And uh, basically, he, in the end, he has to destroy the people he loves and release their spirits. So it's like kind of this really cool, poetic, tragic, you know, tale. It's... Um, kind of what a lot of Japanese supernatural movies did in the 50s so I think it'd be really cool to see an updated modern version of that still keep it in that period um, still have you know the samurai story and all that cool stuff the supernatural elements but because they turn into cat people type uh, type supernatural entities I would like to upgrade the practical effects on them I would like to actually give them more when they transform transform uh, more prosthetic appearances uh, more cat-like kind of like sleepwalkers however yeah. before they transform i still like to keep the old makeup look which is to give them like a uni brow uh give them extra long fingernails uh hide a tail here and there um small little nods like that i think would be really cool and of course i want to cast uh hironaku uh sonata as the lead role of the of the samurai who has to you know release the spirits of his loved ones cool. um but that's that's just one of the things I, I i think it would be really cool to see that and of course um i don't think it's something i would remake i i just would like to see because it's a japanese film i like to see someone over there upgrade their movie and make it awesome because i definitely don't want to come in and whitewash it um i don't want to steal from that lore and that culture because i think <laughs> it'd be really cool to see an update though nice what's, what's your number two rachel so i went with a very recent film <laughs> um <laughs> i went with scary stories to tell in the dark because that was an abomination of a film. That was oh, fuck, fucking that was terrible. We're gonna try this again, and we're Apparently gonna do it's got it. A sequel coming out. We're gonna do it anthology style, and we're gonna have a narrator. Okay. And I think for the narrator, you should do Mark Hamill. Oh, okay, nice. Crispin Glover. But yeah, it'll be anthology Ooh, style. It'll be little bite-sized stories like it is in the books, and it'll be. Um, just better because that was a fucking abomination. I know it just came out in 2019, but let's try it again. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. I would never. So I don't know. <laughs> my, my number two is another film that you might be familiar with, Jacob. Uh, it was okay. also on Joe Bob. I just don't remember what season, but it's an Italian film from 1980 called Contamination. Oh yeah, man, that's a fun one. And that could definitely use an update. I could, I could see that. I'm in agreement on this one. Yeah. This is another one of those movies that like has this really fantastic, complicated story and idea and had like a, the budget of a beautiful practical toilet brush. I'm just like, this movie's garbage. Like as far as like the effects and the audio and all these, the like effects were not garbage. There's so Good many madam. issues with this movie. I was like, but there's this really deep, complicated story that spans like the globe. Like they don't even stay in America. Like they end up going like all over the world all and over. all this kind of stuff. And I was like, there's this really deep, complicated story here. And I was one thing I've learned when I was watching Italian horror in particular, their movies are all prime for remake. Every one of them. Like there's very few of them that I would say, ah, oh, that's perfect. Leave it alone. Cause like, they all have these really great... Because another one that almost made my list, I'm not going to say honorable mention, but like Demons, that almost made my list as well. Because I'm like, this is a really great movie that looks like shit. And it has like really weird pacing issues and stuff like that. So it's just like these Italian films are just primed and ready for like remaking, especially the 60s and 70s ones. I'm like, because they all have these really brilliant... It's like... Uh, it's like 70s american science fiction and like 70s italian horror are like two prime markets for remake they just 
had no budgets, but really, really, really had really great ideas. And so I would love to see this movie, like this could be a three hour film. You could flesh this out into like a really complicated story. It could be really interesting. The only way to truly remake something is to right. extend it by two hours. Right. But I mean, like, I think like, <laughs> but they, but the story calls for it. Like, I didn't think they gave it enough time with all the international travel and all the other shit going on. Hey, look, it worked for Suspiria, so it could work for Contamination. I didn't watch that remake, but it's we'll, fantastic. We'll probably Do end up talking about it. I didn't like the original. We absolutely will. Yeah. That's okay. And I love so, Jessica okay. Harper, and I still didn't like it. But yeah, so that's that's my number two i think it i think it's waiting and actually i'd love to see america do it i think america give it the treatment it needs in all actuality so what's your number two? Oh moi my number two is an older 60s film called carnival of souls it's really boring yeah, it's, a good movie. Um, it's it's really kind of blah but it has a very good story um it has moments that even as boring as it can be they really do kind of frighten me um they give me the chills um I would love to see someone update it because it's a movie that, like I said, it's kind of bland, but it has an impactful story that can be really creepy. And if you update it, um, I think it would translate really well. It'd be like a, a modern ghost story. And right now, ghost movies tend to be doing really well. Just look at the fucking uh, James Wan franchise with all his films with The Conjuring and shit. Like, they're doing really well. And you could do that with this because basically this woman just keeps seeing these ghosts and visions of people she's not sure if they're dead or not and starts to realize, yeah, it's a bunch of ghosts. And at the end, she ends up basically like a, a carnival of souls. There's all these ghosts surrounding her. Ooh, and she realizes okay. that she's been running because she's actually been dead the whole time and they're just trying to welcome her to the other side. So it ends up being one of those things that's, it's kind of lighthearted, but also terrifying when you realize oh fuck you've been dead this whole time uh and i would love to see samara weaving cast as the main character because i'm a big fan of samara weaving and i think she could nail it and she is a scream queen and i would love to see her freak out moments and scream uh and it's also a movie that doesn't require gore it's just good old-fashioned jump scares and i think it could be done right and you could also extend this film by an extra like 15 minutes or so because it's not that long of a movie either so and honestly i think i would like to remake it there you go are we on number one now wants this one yeah what's your number one one. ella enchanted 2004 oh no hey does that count isn't that fucking cinderella no 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 no, it's not. It's based on a book. You're really sly on these. I'm no, no. Okay, so this was my favorite book growing up. Ella Enchanted was my favorite fucking book growing up. And it is a story of a young girl who was cursed when she was born with the inability to say no. Anything that somebody mm-hmm. tells her to do, any command, she must follow. The story is basically her, she gets sent off to boarding school and she gets... Um, eventually she meets a young man and, you know, shit sorts itself out and she breaks the curse. I don't know what the fuck that movie was, but I would- Cinderella. No, that movie was just bullshit. The movie was bullshit all around. I went and saw it on a pre, like, screening. I was so excited. It was me and my best friend, Catherine. We were so fucking excited because we were like, oh my God, we love this movie. And Hathaway was big at the time and she's great. Yeah. And we saw that and I have never- been so disappointed in my entire life. 13-year-old Rachel was ready to go fucking kill. I was so I think upset. Anne Hathaway was disappointed. I'm pretty sure Anne Hathaway was disappointed. Like, why is there a musical scene in a mall? How the fuck did you get that out of the story? But because yeah. Because 13-year-old girls, that's what uh, we're That's what studios think. To just no, dream it, to make a good interpretation of the book, and we would have been happy. But yeah, so we're gonna remake that, and I don't really know any actors who are 
like 16 and girls. So that's fine. I guess Kieran Shipka because she still looks pretty young. She's like 21 now or 20. She's she's in her late teens, early 20s. She'd do. A, I think she'd be fine. I think she'd do a sufficient job. Just get that nice. one girl. What girl? You know, that that one girl. The one. All right, we'll get that one girl. Uh, yeah, get that, that one girl. girl. <laughs> so is that your number one? Yeah, that's I've it. never been so upset by something in my entire life. That's so funny. That's fair. That's it's apparently too. so bad that even I'm like, isn't that Cinderella? No, it's not. No. But that's what no. I took away from it. It was, it was a modern, I thought it was a modern Cinderella story. That's honestly what I took away from it. I was like, okay. Uh, so I can see why you were probably disappointed because what you described wasn't what I wanted. No, it was a really unique, no. beautiful story. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. You know, it was a good interpretation of a book I liked when I was a uh, young person was uh, The Lovely Bones. That is a very good adaptation of that book. Is it? Very difficult. Mixed... Very difficult book to interpret, but it's it's decent. Could have been a little bit better. <coughs> I've heard Jackson, but... on that one. Yeah. So, my number one is film that I desperately, desperately, desperately want to see remade, whether I get to remake it or somebody else remakes it, as long as they make it properly. It's a 1975 Boy and His Dog. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. This is about... It's, it's It belongs in that time period that I said is appropriate to remake. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's one of those movies that's appropriate to be redone. Whether you reboot it or remake it, I'm cool with it. This movie makes uh, Death Race look like I have a budget of, like, billions of dollars. Like, I mean, this movie's budget is, like, in the toilet. They shot, like, they literally just smeared green shit on these people's faces and called them, like, mutants and, like, all this kind of stuff. But, like, the story is about a kid who wanders a post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland who has a telekinetic connection to a dog and him and the dog communicate with each other and they're able to survive out in this harsh environment because of their telekinetic abilities so they can work with each other and they're able to survive in this way and there are like camps of different people and all this kind of shit and the kid just ends up in a situation where he starts trying to help a girl and he gets like in too deep and that's really what the whole story is but it's like there's this whole really deep complicated post-apocalyptic wasteland story that is really overshadowed by bad 70s music and really awful clothes and not being able to take the plot and flesh it out the way it needs to be fleshed out but all the the the, the meat and bits are there for the stew they just didn't make the stew right they fucking burned it so it's a whole new meaning to eating a chick out right right (laughs) so so my goal joke guys right my goal is to get this remade. I want to see this remade so bad. I want to see somebody do it. I don't know how. I don't know when. I want to do it. I I just want it done. I don't know who I want for my lead. I don't care. I'll say Elijah Wood because I, I, I just I was like say Elijah make it young like or someone Wood. who passes as young. Elijah Wood passes. Or as Daniel young. Radcliffe. Yeah. Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe does That's fuck fine. with yeah. like weird What's his dark name? Baby shit. Driver. Yeah. So you know, I just I. I that's that's what i want i really want that movie made that's that's one of my dream remakes i constantly go on about it i'm like all this shit they're remaking and boy and his dog <laughs> is sitting here over here being ignored I'm like why <laughs> i don't understand it i'm like it's begging for you to fix it fix it for fuck's sakes please remake it <laughs> it's the one film i want you to remake and they'll still find a way to ruin it i don't know how they will <laughs> they'll, they'll right fuck with them all right what's your uh, number one you're ending uh, this. This is the first time I've actually done a list that's not in like a sequential order because I don't really feel like there is a sequential order to this. That's uh, great. Carnival of Souls would technically be like the one that I absolutely want to see done or do it myself. 
But this one is also a fun one because, as you know, I'm a werewolf fanatic. And there's this wonderful 60s movie that came out around the time that biker movies were really popular about biker gangs and shit. And basically it's called Werewolves on Wheels. I, know I would movie. love to see that it sounds updated. great. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's a great movie and I would love to see it updated because you could do practical effects and modernize them bring them up to speed uh i want of the biker gang i want one or two to become quadrupedal and the others to be you know bipedal uh i want them to each look a little different than the other i want different shades of hair coloring uh i want different um different versions of wolfman makeup and bipedal makeup i i really kind of want to kind of in a uh, take it in the direction that they did with the movie skinwalkers um i i want to do that kind of vibe with it. Uh, I want it to be more explosive, more violent, more brutal, uh, just more for the, the schlock and gore of it and the silliness of it because it's a really fun movie. Uh, the plot is pretty simple. These these biker gangs murder a woman's uh, lover mm. and she puts a curse on them and they become werewolves and they're you know, tormented and all that shit and she hunts them down and kills them. It's Love fucking it. great. It's, it's, it's got a lot of moving parts that are really fun. Uh, and I think it's a perfect movie to update. And I, I would do it myself or I would just like to see somebody remake this because this is a movie that, A, not a lot of people know about. And, B, it's perfect to, to fuck it up if you want to fuck it up because I'm still here for it. Just update the practical effects. Update the makeup. Give me a little – Would you still have it the, set in the 70s? A little variety of werewolves. Oh, absolutely. It needs to be still set in the 70s. It's actually the, I think it's 68. So it's like late yeah. 60s, early 70s. And you know what? I don't really want to say the time period. I just want to show it in that time yeah. period. Can I have some really and, sweet bikes to... in that too? Yeah. Yes. Because then you can do uh, the and of course, like, and shit yeah. like that. Well, and the yeah. werewolves, they, they use weapons and shit. So like they ride around with fucking chains and shit. It's great. So I still want to give them weapons. Like you're a monster. You can kill with your hands. But no, you fight like a biker gang and it's awesome. That's really funny. Yeah, that's that's the one I would do. Uh, that's just a fun one. It's my love to schlock and I, I want to see that redone as well. Uh, whether I have to do it myself or someone else for it, I'd like to see that happen because I think it's, I think it's appropriately time to, to be redone, to be revisited. I think you guys did a better job of fleshing your concepts out than myself. So, <laughs> good job on that, guys. It was fun. So. It was a fun thought experiment because normally I uh, I tend to go the route of I want to make a sequel to this, not I want to remake it. Right, right. That's what we do here. I feel much the same way about classic films the way that Alex feels about foreign films. I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of them just don't need to be remade. I feel like remaking them, um, you lose a lot of the lens of which they were originally made in. There's a lot of cultural context that's important when films are made in a certain era um, that's hard to capture when you remake them. It's a, The perfect analogy is it's a razor's edge because you can either end up with a huge success that's, that's well done and needed and necessary, like The Fly and its remake, or a major flop like House of Wax and its terrible fucking remake of The Tourist Trap. Both of those films were departures from the source material. So I think... Yes, but they... But you take that chance as well. But I'm even saying, my own list... Successful. Like with yeah. Sherrod, if they did a poor job of remaking that, that'd be awful. Like, it's a great film. Why fuck with it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Just enjoy it. I think Herschel Gordon Lewis's almost entire library of films, I'm just like, I would love to remake these. Mm. Most of them have been remade by Because the way. they have such brilliant stories that you're just like, I know, like, I know Wizard of Gore was recently done and stuff like that. So, like, I know, like, 
that they go for like the bigger ones but i'm like and i know like 2001 maniacs was done but like that was one that was on my list of remakes two, for years it's two, the 2001 maniacs is not a remake it is a sequel because the original is 2000 maniacs so i love 2001 maniacs is a it's a sequel see i'd love to see a remake of the original because i just think it's like goes back to that like it could be fleshed out so much better there's so much more to this i like his stuff i think he's really got really great storytelling and really poor execution so it's kind of like roger corbin <laughs> yeah i would say i i always confuse the two actually that's fair so uh i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna end this guy here did anybody else have anything to add before we end it uh no this was fun thanks for the uh the thought experiment that you allowed me to do thanks for uh, having me on this month i appreciate Absolutely. it yeah we're, we're glad to ha have you here uh there's still our fourth discussion for this month and then that'll be it for you for a while We'll yeah, I'm back not on. sure when I'll be back. Yeah, so, yeah but the discussion should be fun. It'll be a re uh, a real free spirited just talking shit kind of mm -hmm. discussion. It's gonna be very interesting for sure. All right, as always, I am your hostess Alex. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here, Rachel. Anytime. Jacob, as always, and uh, you know, always stay classy and have yourselves a wonderful day, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening, and if you like what you heard, hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at 3Demers. That's the number 3Demers. And thanks to our friend Marina the Weird One, we now have a TikTok to follow. Check out some fun videos of short segments from our show, and give Marina the Weird One a follow. And if you want to hit us up privately, drop us a line at 3Demers at gmail.com. Say hi. The Three Demers Podcast. Collection with an autograph, James Joyce. Biodiesel, dirigible, baby, is choice. Double Dutch, dinosaur, duplex in Dubai. I'll be there with my friend, the Sultan of Brunei. I got it all. Yes, it's true. So why don't I get you?